We are crotchety old men. And a woman. We are crotchety old men. And a woman. I am crotchety. She is crotchety. We are crotchety old men. And a woman that does get crotchety. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of We Are Crotchety Old Men. I think I have to continue to change that song a little. So instead of at the end, like, we are crotchety old men and a woman, it's just, we're just crotchety or something like that. Anyway, that uh, feel free to reach out to us and let, uh, let us know if we should change the song again. Uh, thank you, Alfred, who the, was the first person to let us know about the song, about changing it, including Abigail on it, and I think it works uh, really well for us. So this is our 16th episode of We Are Crotchety Old Men, the podcast that is hopefully for you, with you, maybe even about you. <laughs> um, in this episode, we uh, we don't have any guests today, so it's just Ab Abigail and I going solo. Uh, but we do have some uh, general housekeeping things I would like to uh, start off with. Um, we only have one email, and I will let uh, Abigail explain that, but momentarily. Um, but right now, I do w wish to uh, wish to welcome. I wish uh, Alfred a happy birthday. Uh, that uh, we actually were planning on doing this yesterday. So, Alfred, uh, happy birthday! Uh, hopefully, you're celebrating with a long bike ride uh, in the middle of nowhere, like you normally do. Uh, the second thing is next week we are going to hopefully have a guest uh, from Nick's uh, Flicks podcast. Uh, Nick is I've uh, been in contact with him uh, through Twitter, and he actually uh, reviews movies with uh, his uh, group. I actually listened to a couple of them, and it was pretty funny, even the very beginning. I don't know if that uh, is his son that's on there or uh, who the little kid is, but I actually found that pretty funny. So if you want to uh, get some good movie movie reviews that are fun, uh, check out at Nick's Flicks Podcast uh, on Twitter. Uh, then we have uh, – what else do we got going on here? Um, we have um, a, quick, a very quick question for Abigail. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Abigail. Uh, I actually went to the uh, grocery store today or the supermarket, as my mom would call it. Uh, and so there was Christmas decorations up. Is It's not even Halloween yet. And they got the Christmas decorations on that. What are your thoughts? Well, Arden, I think you need to recognize that that's been a pattern for many, many, many years. <laughs> okay, so you're not in favor of getting, uh, having all these decorations of already when we're maybe after Halloween, maybe just let it go. I'm, I'm fine with it being early. Oh. I mean, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. Ah, awesome. Awesome. So anyway, we have a, uh, uh, a, we have a fact check email that was uh, written by, I believe it was Antoinette reached mm -hmm. out back to us. Um, so what was the email? Just a little curious. I mean, basically, I made um, I misspoke last week when I was talking about the dress code in the Senate and Congress. Um, I inadvertently said that changing the dress code or dumbing it down for John Fetterman was based on a bipartisan vote, and that simply was flat out wrong. 
Um, it was just Chuck Schumer, um, the head of the Senate, that made that new rule. But when voting it back to the way it should be, that had bipartisan support. Now, I actually never saw the final vote. Did you see the final vote for that? Because did Fetterman vote for it or against it? I don't know, and I really don't care. <laughs> so that was actually a question that we had. Um, now, we actually wanted to, uh, did every, well, I'm assuming everyone in the audience uh, got that emergency alert on Wednesday. Did you get it? I'm assuming everyone did. Yes. What now with that? What was the like, what was it for? I actually don't remember. It was basically to test a national warning that could be put out to all uh, federal level, state level, county level, um, you know, in all the U.S. territories so they could have an emergency alert um, system. We were, or I was in a meeting with about 10 people, and suddenly everyone's phone went off. And I, did, I wasn't aware of what was happening, so, and I didn't have my phone either. Um, but apparently I missed out on that. It was basically a broadcasting emergency um, drill. Which was uh, now, of course, the conspiracy guy in me. Of course, my brother's listening. He's probably like, oh, boy, here we go. Uh, I actually my first thought was, oh, wow, ping everyone in the United States and all of its territories. The government now knows exactly where your cell phone is, which most likely is where you were all magically. Anyway, that was just me, my own opinion. And uh, to my brother. Yeah, I know that it was actually a joke. So, speaking of conspiracies, you really wanted to talk about the NFL. I, I do. Okay, go for it. Go for it. What, what do you got for me on the NFL? Well, I mean, you know, all of this isn't current news, but of course we got to start off with Taylor Swift <laughs> and this phenomenon where the networks, um, not necessarily the commentators, but the networks, are trying to basically start a soap opera within the sport of the NFL. And it simply is just not appropriate. Mm. Um, the last game she was at with the Jets, they showed her 29 times during the broadcast. So is it that they're just trying to get like more women involved? Or do you think it's just to uh, drive interest in the NFL? I think it's just about driving interest and essentially having a soap opera set up and to see how they'll carry it along as, you know, as long as they can. Cause I, I do not follow the NFL. Maybe I'll get, uh, get into it later. I actually only watch the NFL uh, because Abigail is a huge fan as you probably can tell. So I watch it with her, but I actually thought was this, I, I might have to reach out to grandma Edna, uh, to find out if this is what it was like when uh, Joe DiMaggio was dating Marilyn Monroe. Like, I wonder if, like, that drew attention to the Yankees at all. Or maybe her films. I have no clue. I don't know anything about Taylor Swift or what's what's the guy's name? Kleiss? Kelsey. Kelsey, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I, this is not my ballpark. Listen. <clears throat> I have nothing against Taylor Swift, uh, except I'm very impressed with her. Um, 
overall, she writes her own songs, but this tour that she is on uh, called Eras is quite demanding, and it's pretty amazing that she's getting through, through it. Um, I think I read that it's a 44-song set list, which is just crazy. And overall, the revenue she is generating for a lot of people that work for her is approximately $1 billion just for this concert series alone. So again, I have nothing against her, but I do have a beef with the NFL trying to draw her into this, again, this storyline that her and Kelsey are gonna just fall in love and get married and, you know, where will it end? Um, I read the headline that uh, it can be for a number of reasons, but the NFL is down 4 million viewers. Mm. And maybe it is connected to Taylor Swift. We just don't know. Now, oh, it's, it's down 4 million viewers now. It's yes. not, so it wasn't like 4 million from, so 4 million from last year? Or, because I know like, there's a bunch of people that I work with were talking about it. And uh, what, what the people are called like the Swifties or something. Yes, there's, again, it's, the four million basically is a dec decrease from last week. That's amazing. Um, oh, sorry, the last two weeks. Um, but just for tonight's this afternoon's game, um, with the uh, playing, they were playing the Vikings. Taylor didn't show up, but there were some fans with Viking jerseys that had um, instead of the name of a player, that it had Swifties on it. Oh, yeah. So. You know, it's it's the start of a trend that's going to probably end badly. Were they men or were they women wearing they it? They were women. Okay, because <laughs> that's how that's how you get beat up at a football stadium when you're wearing uh, Swifty on the back of your back of your jersey. Uh, so now with so what other things? Because you said that you were kind of annoyed about in the NFL about a few things. What else did you got? Well, I have a lot to discuss about the NFL. Um, you know, let's just start with the sexism when it comes to the commentators. Okay. If you pay attention, obviously, the two main commentators are always men. And that's probably appropriate since most of them are ex-NFL players. Mm -hmm. um, but the, 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 the people on the ground, those commentators, 99% of the time are women. And it just seems that they're having the same formula year after year after year, and eventually it's going to have to change. Um, the other thing I want to mention is my personal uh, preference is to never, ever have to listen to a game with Tony Romo. <laughs> okay. Chris Collinsworth. Uh-huh. And if we go back in time... Does everybody remember Bob Costas? Oh, yeah. He's like the voice of everything. He really was the beginning of wokeism in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And he loved to, to have this one, more, one minute time period to talk about social issues. And it basically was a turnoff. And he ended up leaving uh, NBC over that. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I do remember. And that, that's kind of when I stopped watching the NFL. Like I myself, like I was a huge NFL fanatic back in the day. 
uh, my brother, I believe it was my brother, for Christmas bought me a Dan Marino life-size cutout. Uh, I I am a huge Dolphin. I'm sorry. I was a huge Dolphin fan up until uh, they got Ricky Weeks. And I could not stand the fact that the guy was just – now, you have to think about this. This was like before the year 2000 when drug use was still a very bad thing. And so they brought this guy who admitted smoking pot all the time and didn't care. And that turned me up to the Dolphins. And eventually, I just stopped following the NFL. I still watch college I watch some college football, uh, go Terps, um, and I'm now an XFL fan. Uh, Now, uh, did you see recently the XFL is going to uh, merge with the USFL? I did. And if Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, if you are listening, first of all, that would be freaking amazing. But if you are listening, please keep the cities uh like it was so bad the U- i could not watch the usfl games because why be a new jersey general fan if there's not a single game in new jersey such a waste of time anyway i apologize for taking your time i just wanted to throw my support uh behind it um i i agree a hundred percent as i am not an nfl fan for a lot of these same reasons and there's even more um so feel free go go get them <laughs> okay I'm going to talk about a few, you know, going back several seasons that, you know, essentially the NFL has injected social justice messages. And essentially, when they've done that, they risk alienating fans. Um, an example outside of the NFL was the March Madness. Um, what was her name or his her, name? It, <laughs> oh, uh, um, uh, not Dylan. Yeah, no, it was Dylan. Dylan Mulvaney. Right. Yes. And and in that case, the ratings for the basketball tournament didn't go down, but it's certain the stock price for Bud Light did yep. uh, very rapidly. Um, but let me get back to um, the NFL. The, the NFL. <laughs> there you go. And, you know, the main thing now is the helmets, the back of the helmets. Um, they, they contain some stains that, you know, I can understand. But when you see one that says choose love or inspire change, I just find those odd. Um, Because especially when you say inspire change, that could mean a million things. And if we're gonna go down that route, maybe they should broaden it and indicate things like don't litter or (laughs) save the environment. That would be useful. Right. I mean, how about be kind to animals? Yeah. Oh, yes. How about don't beat your wife up? How about look, put the seat down? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw my, what I would get yelled at for. Yeah, I mean, and then, I mean, where where could it end? I mean, it even can get political and indicate stop government waste. Right. Um, Going green. Know, you know, essentially. I just believe that these types of issues have nothing to do with the game and that a lot of people have been alienated against it for these reasons. And I mean, it started a long time ago. Like, um, I I think it was, uh, it might even have been Rush Limbaugh who actually talked about it. And I remember this was years and years ago. Um, And I think it was, was it, I think it was baseball that actually was the first to do it with their breast cancer awareness. 
And I remember um, Rush Limbo actually coming out and saying, where does it stop now? It could be any cause. Now, yes, I mean, I actually thought, it, hey, that was pretty cool. Everyone was wearing pink. They had the pink bats. And even today, they still do it. But now they do it for uh, prostate cancer. But uh, at least they're not wearing brown. Thank goodness. Uh, they're wearing light blue. But now it, it could be any cause, any issue um i mean it could be you know like hey we have to have uh we got to save the uh, whales uh we need to save the environment from the whales <laughs> going back to a previous episode um but it, it's just gotten out of hand so another I, I can't say it's another reason why i don't like the nfl but it's definitely a reason why i haven't gone back to being a fan so um is there any more other reasons you were uh, still a little irked you're crotchety about this I mean Thing that bothered has bothered me since uh, the famous Ray Lewis resigned or um, retired from the Baltimore Ravens. Is it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, he, he was arrested, right? For yeah, um, basically for manslaughter, a double stabbing, mm -hmm. and blood. I've, I think I remember reading once that he had blood all over his white suit, but for some reason, the um, charges against him were dropped magically and um that one has always stuck with me and is an example of how famous people get out of get away with things um there were a couple incidences where um justice was served a guy named caruth from the carolina panthers mm -hmm. he had his girlfriend killed because she was pregnant and um he did face consequences and he is i believe still in prison to this day and finally i'll just say you know obviously there's the hernandez story from oh, the patriots yeah. um he didn't get away and in the end he couldn't take it and um he ended his life but um there's lots of stories about the nfl but i think i've touched upon way too many already so I'm going to hand it over to Arden. Now, you're not going anywhere. Now, you still watch the NFL, though. Yes, because I really enjoy the game. And would you go to a game? Would you pay money to go to it? Oh, tough question. It is. I mean, if I, if I, it depends if the team is doing really well. Yeah, I'd want to go see it. Okay. And who's your favorite team? Well, I'm a fan of the Washington Redskins. Oh, wait a minute. The Commanders. Um, because I grew up, you know, my dad had season tickets. And uh, most importantly, they were actually good. You know, <laughs> but, you know, once the team was sold to Schneider, it just never worked out year after year after year. And this season, with the new ownership, things were getting exciting. Um, but they looked miserable this past week and lost to the Bears, who had not lost a game. I'm sorry, who had not won a game 14th straight. But they got the win with the Redskins. So there you have it. You're, you should be a sports broadcaster now. <laughs> so with that, I would actually like to uh, um, no longer add anything. I don't really have much to add because I'm not an NFL guy. I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you who's in first place or, uh, I, like I said, I was a Dolphins fan. And um, quick, one last NFL story. Uh, I actually became a Dolphins fan because back in the day, 
Um, for some of you people who don't remember what black and white TV was, um, in the 70s, I was a big fan of Abbott and Costello. And for some reason, they were on every Sunday, right when it was kickoff. Um, and my dad and my brother are big Jet fans. I never got to watch Abbott and Costello, except I'd have to watch it on the black and white TV, even though they were in black and white. I didn't know because they were watching the games on the, they would actually watch football, uh, NFL. They were watching the Jets. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, I hate football. So I became a Dolphins fan because in the 70s and early 80s, the Dolphins were always beating the Jets. And my dad hated it. My brother hated it. So that's how I became an actual uh, Dolphin fan. Now I have no clue who like I don't know anything about either team well I think you know I think we move on um <laughs> but uh so Arden I asked you earlier this week if you were gonna get the three-day weekend and um I believe you said yes um but I've never gotten Columbus Day off really so this is a a, a story that happened and I would like to really touch base on this um because I actually was because working for in the federal government, uh, we always have Columbus Day off. Now, we had a meeting uh, the other day. It was maybe like two weeks ago with one of the guys uh, who was on our commercial side, and he's out in California. And he I, and we said, yeah, we're actually off for Columbus Day. And he literally objected immediately. He goes, no, it is Indigenous Peoples Day. And we were like, uh what are you talking about it's columbus day it's a federally and he's like no here in uh california it is indigenous people's day so of course that was very uncomfortable and you know i was of of course concerned that you know i was going to get into a political argument over columbus day versus uh indigenous people's day but it reminded me of uh when one of my relatives, uh, I'm not going to mention her name, uh, she had a debate uh, with one of my friends at a bar. And she, uh, I, we all thought that na uh, Native persons was actually the right thing to say. And she said, no, it's not. Um, because she actually is uh, three quarters, and I apologize if it was Algonquin or, uh, and I forgot the name of the tribe off the top of my head, I'm sorry. But she said, no, that's what we are. She's like, we're not Mohawk. We're not Seminole. We're not Iroquois. Uh, this is what we are. She goes, how would you guys like it if we just kept calling you, you know, uh, Europeans all the time? She goes, no, you're Greek, you're Italian, she goes, and you're whatever you are. You're Spanish, you're this, you're that. She goes, we're not all the same down here. So I, I, for years, I like remember that argument. And now, of course, there's a different type of state system. I'm not going to go into it because that could take a little way too uh, much time. But it was fascinating. So now I actually did a lot of history on Columbus uh, in the past because like, there's so many different theories of like why it is so hated by some and so beloved by others. Um, first off, he didn't actually discover North America. He landed in the Bahamas. Then he went to the Isle of Hispaniola, which is now uh, the Dominican Republic and Haiti. Now, a lot of things that he did and his crew did uh, were quite horrendous. There's accounts that he may have uh, killed over 10,000 uh, people on the islands. 
because he found that some of them had gold. Now, the whole reason he was there, I'm not defending Columbus in this way, but he was there to find a safe passage to India. Another reason why the native peoples, I'm using that in uh, quotes, are called Indians is because that's what they, they thought they just landed on an island off the coast of India, which right off the bat is pretty interesting. Another argument was that he started the slave trade. Well, that actually, there was it was a different type of slaves, but slavery's, uh, slavery has always existed uh, in the Americas and all over the world, just a different form. It's not the slaves that we come to recognize, like working on a plantation, things along those lines. I mean, you think about like the Aztecs who would take prisoners and would make them their slaves and eventually sacrifice them as well. So when he used these people, they were, they were beaten because they were inferior to him and his crew. But the other thing that it's, he himself was carrying out the orders of Spain because no, so he's an Italian, uh, an Italian explorer who got funding from Spain, nowhere else. And so with him, he launched an entire, he celebrated not for what he did as the individual, but what he did in theory of uniting the world pretty much, because there were um, other explorers that actually have landed in America. For example, uh, in Newfoundland, uh, Canada, the Vikings landed there hundreds of years before then. In fact, the Minnesota Vikings are actually named after runes that were found in Minnesota. So they believe the Vikings actually got all the way to Minnesota. It's also found that there's DNA in a lot of people who lived in Mexico uh, that is Chinese. So they believe the Chinese actually landed uh, in the American Southwest and in Mexico. We don't have any timetables of this, but uh, we, it's just amazing that we blame a man for what he did or what he didn't do, but the bigger picture of uniting, bringing the entire world together. And at the time, you know, a few uh, in the year 1478, the Spanish Inquisition was going on. So you had people being killed for not being Christians. And so it was a different world. It was a different time. But to tear down this man's statues, to destroy what he actually brought to the entire world. So maybe you don't celebrate the man. And sometimes you could just celebrate the achievements of him if that makes sense. That's my own personal opinion. I don't want to state that as fact because there was good, there was bad. Um, and there, there was uh, some unique, interesting things that have had it. And uh, I greatly apologize. And uh, so, oh, hold on one second. Arden, I'm pretty impressed that you know all this information. Um, but I just checked the federal holidays Columbus Day is still identified as Columbus Day. And, um, you know, that day, a day will probably come where they will change it. Um, but I really hope they don't. Um, I like traditions. Um, right now, Christmas still stands as the holiday recognized by the federal government. And um, that's another one that I hope never goes away. But, uh, Going back to Columbus. Oh, well, I mean, that's actually an amazing point because 
if you take away Columbus, the man, and you want to take Christmas away from Christ, we're opening ourselves up um, to celebrating the true values of our beliefs, our structure. Um, with Columbus, we're not, we are celebrating the person. I mean, he didn't, he, he's recognized in the United States. In fact, Columbus Day itself was only supposed to be a one-time thing um, where it was, there was a, uh, 11 uh, Italians were massacred in uh, Louisiana. And the president of the United States was really worried because back then Italians were not a, a major part of the United States at that point. Mm -hmm. They were, they were uh, later on, it was the Irish and they were a group of people, the, how the melting pot started. And so these people were massacred. So he wanted to represent and say, Hey, let's find an Italian hero. And for one day it was a national holiday. And from there, it, the Italians pushed it. And obviously like the state of New York made it a, an official holiday and soon all these other states joined in and eventually became a federal holiday. In fact, it was one of the first federal holidays ever to be recognized. Now it's only recognized in 16 states as the state holiday. So we, we have changed. There are other holidays as well. Um, in fact, here in Virginia, um, there's Columbus Day and also Yorktown Victory Day. <laughs> it's the same exact day. Uh, so you never know where uh, things are going to go. But it, it, it is one day. It's a beautiful day. Uh, take the If you're off, congratulations. Enjoy it. Have some fun. But think about the history of where we came from. And if you are one of those people who are adamantly opposed to it, that's fine too. Just understand that without him, what would have changed? I mean, Italy and Italy, excuse me, Spain would not have been, people wouldn't be speaking Spanish. <laughs> I mean, the entire world would be different without him. So it's, it's a holiday uh, for some and it's a dreaded holiday for others, if that makes sense. I guess, I mean, Arden, the bottom line is I'm not getting the day off. So <laughs> that makes me crotchety, um, you know, and I've never gotten it off. Um, but, you know, there's still hope. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. And uh, never mind. I was going to mention our newest federal holiday, but I'm going to go run away with that one. Anyway, we are crotchety old men. And a woman. We are crotchety old men. And a woman. I am crotchety, she is crotchety. We are crotchety old men. It's actually one man and a woman. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful evening and happy Columbus Day. Good night.